0: Hey everyone, I'm Patrick Jones and welcome to episode 70 of That Gives Me Anxiety. I'd like to give a quick shout out to humidity coming back to Charleston. <laughs> we missed you, but also di- didn't, you know. <laughs> I mean, just a part of spring. I'll tell you what else is a part of spring. Crawfish. Jamie and I love going to Crawfish Boils in the spring. It's just fun, it's, it's you know, you're eating with your hands, it's casual, and it's, I mean, it's delicious. I went to a, a, a crawfish boil at a place called Lola's. It's a sort of a Louisiana, New Orleans restaurant. Very casual, but like, so good. They cooked the potatoes perfectly. That's a big part. I mean, the crawfish was bang on, but the potatoes, next level. Yeah, in, in April and May, if there's a crawfish boil, you could probably find us there. <laughs> it's well something we like to do. Don't judge me. Also planted some trees, which is always exciting, right? I mean, I have a giant blister. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm sorry. It looks like, you know how there's the saying that people get the wounds of Jesus. I just have a giant blister from a shovel. <laughs> But yeah, hoping those trees take root and live long and prosper. Yeah, I don't know. What do you say to a tree? <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, comes with any planting. I threw out my back again. If you've been listening to this show, I've complained about the arthritis in my back. Just uh, another round of it. Just not being able to find a spot to, to sleep where it doesn't hurt. What a tough life I have. What a tough life. I mean, it does suck. I don't know why I'm why I'm coming down on myself. <laughs> well, anyway, I've got a great episode lined up. This is part two about dogs, the fear of dogs, featuring my interview with Stephanie Cohen, who's the author of a, of a book about helping kids overcome their fear of dogs. If you didn't listen to part one, it came out last week. So if you want to listen to the full thing, go back and uh, check that out and then come right back here and finish it up. But before we get to the interview with Stephanie, I just want to remind you, if you're liking the show, please remember to rate and review it. You can check the show out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Pure Spectrum CBD. I'm a huge fan of, of everything that they put together, their solves, their balms, their moisturizer, their gummies. You can take advantage of the promo code ANXIETYPOD. If you just Google Pure Spectrum and, and use ANXIETYPOD at checkout, also the link is in the description so you can just click it there and off you go. And if you're liking the show and you want to support it, you can make a donation through the buy me a coffee link, which is also in the description. So yeah, all good stuff. I think it's time we make our way over to the interview. As always, thank you so much for listening and enjoy. So then beyond this step of the first exposure, I I mean, it it seems as though it it leads to just some more time around dogs at that point, bringing us back to the 10 steps. Absol-
1: absolutely. So many kids are okay with dogs on a leash. Mm-hmm. So we do some sessions with the dog. I apologize. My dog is not happy in her crate. Um, <laughs> I can't hear it. But... <laughs> oh, good. We do the whole session. The dog stays on the leash. In fact, one of the steps is we walk the dog. Mm -hmm. I hold a leash and, and the child holds a leash. So I have control of the dog the whole time. Mm. So that, that's just an an important aside lot. So this is actually very important for your listeners to understand dogs chase things that move.
0: Yes.
1: They're hardwired. They -hmm. chase balls, they chase squirrels, and they're going to chase children if they're running. Mm -hmm. So The first thing I try to tell kids is I know it feels really scary, but stand still and be boring. And and I also tell kids cross their arms and turn away. Mm. Most dogs will sniff if they do anything and then go find someone more interesting.
0: Yeah. What else is going on? Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly right. So that gives kids a plan, right? With anxiety, you need a plan. So the plan is I'm going to stand still and look away.
0: That is a good crossing your arms. That is a good, and turning around is a good Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And then for some kid, then I give them homework. They go to a friend's house who has a dog where the parent is responsible. And I say, make sure the dog is leashed, meet the dog outside, and kind of do one of the sessions that we've done here, if you can. And they Mm -hmm. they get, so they get used to other dogs. I also give them permission to pretty much insist that they not be jumped on please don't let your dog jump on me there's no reason right i don't which is something
0: that i i experience right like uh, there are certain kids that will will say that before we even get close to them when we're walking and that and that's that's great that tells me the level like where they're at, so then I could be a better advocate on my end and and prevent that from happening, right? That's and assure yes, them. That's
1: perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it also it encourages kids to speak up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And some of the skills that they learn by kind of facing this fear, they can transfer to other situations. In fact, I I do the opposite. Like I will say before we even start working together has there been a time when you felt scared, but you did it anyway? Mm. And a lot of these kids will say when they finally put their head under the water Mm -hmm. or when they went skiing. And I said, well, I want you to channel that feeling because that's how you're going to feel after you pet the dog.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a sense of pride when you... Absolutely. yeah You realize things weren't as bad as you thought they would be.
1: That's right. I even, I actually had a superhero cape made and it says captain it says captain positive on the back so i I offer the kids if they want to wear the superhero cape some do
0: yeah so i don't blame them that's great (laughs) so can we talk i know you've got a lot on your plate you've got work you've got friends you've got family pets you've got the people that you make small talk with that The coffee shop or gym, you've got that bird that you see when you wake up every morning outside your window that you've projected things onto. Look at that bird, doesn't even love its family. It's always by itself. You do that, everyone does that. Point is, you've got a lot on your plate. Well, that's why there's Instacart, to take a little bit off your plate. Using Instacart, you search for all your favorite foods and things that you need from the grocery store, all online. All while you're looking at that bird, wondering why it hasn't called its mom. And they deliver it to you. They go to the store and do the shopping for you. And they can deliver it in as fast as an hour. And you can sign up by clicking the link in the description, wherever you're listening or watching. And that's a great way of supporting the show. So it's a great way of supporting this show. It's a great way to make your life a little bit easier. Because we all know that you have so much going on like wondering whether that bird judges you back. Going back to what you were talking about, you know, kind of step one is teaching about dogs. Do you you teach them, I mean, this may be a little bit too heavy of subject matter, not heavy, just uh, heady rather, Mm -hmm. uh, to teach them about dog psychology, like what dogs are looking for in their interactions, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because the more kids understand about dogs, I've actually learned a lot in my research for the book, I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. So, for example, when a dog does that shake, like when they shake off wetness or whatever, it's actually like they're taking a deep breath. They're like resetting. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've gotten in the habit now when one of my dogs does a shake, I'll say, good shake. And I help the kids see. It's like they're resetting. They're like taking a deep breath.
0: That's interesting. So. That makes so much sense too, right? My, It's raining here and uh, my dog, Ollie, came in. It would make sense to come in from the rain and just sort of take a deep breath now that you're <laughs> under the that's roof That's right, again. that's
1: right. They also do it when they're dry though. It's not just when they're wet. Watch, I bet Ollie does it more than you think.
0: He does. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and it it is parts where he's like, uh, you know, sort of annoyed with something we've made him do or like anytime time that, that, you know, he does it, Resetting is the perfect word. That is interesting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's good to know. So,
1: yeah. So I do try to teach kids. As, I mean, I don't know everything mm-hmm. that you heard, right? Yeah. So just to teach them a lot, like I'll show them when dogs have a, like an open mouth and they're relaxed. Mm -hmm. They're actually smiling Mm
0: -hmm. a lot of
1: the time and that you, they should look at the whole dog, Mm -hmm. not, not just the tail, not just the mouth. There are some behaviors that when a dog is doing like licking its lips or staring that you real, you do really want to give that dog space.
0: Yeah. Tell me about the book. What, what, What led, you know, what made you want to put things on paper and and, yeah,
1: yeah. So what made it's funny because it it was actually was published during the pandemic. So I had time, thank you. I had time to like really kind of work on it.
0: Mm. It's
1: been in the works for probably 20 years. Mm. And I just thought it's now or never. And I thought, you know, I have something here. I kind of wrote the book. I wish I had years ago. Mm. And uh, some of the feedback I've gotten was from parents, because it's written for parents to help their children, but therapists, dog trainers, anybody could really benefit from it, I think, was that they felt, I think you used the word relieved before, they felt relieved to see that they were not the only ones going through these challenges with their kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Parents tend to beat themselves up a bit when they are going through certain things as if it's a reflection on on their parenting. And that's not accurate.
1: Absolutely. And it really, this particular fear can actually cause a lot of family discord. You know, if grandma has a dog and Benny doesn't want to go visit grandma because of the dog, that starts a whole that starts a whole thing
0: absolutely Um, yeah I'll share that my my grandmother was afraid of cats hmm. uh, because a cat jumped up and like surprised her as a little girl and and she didn't do anything with it and when we would go to a family member's house like she would be absolutely petrified through her 80s like and that's just like I share that as a a story to remind people that, you know, these things don't you can't sweep them under the rug. That's right. Sort of deal with it and shine a light on it.
1: Absolutely. And this particular fear generally does not go away on its own.
0: Mm, Right. It really does. I mean,
1: it, it could get helped informally by having a friend who's respectful with a dog and you get to see the dog a lot doesn't have to necessarily be as formal as as the exposure therapy I do, but Mm -hmm. it is helpful.
0: But a little bit of education certainly is always helpful.
1: That's right. And then the last chapter of the book talks about the benefits of the human-animal bond Mm -hmm. and all, which I know I'm preaching to the choir here, all (laughs) the things you gain from having a relationship with any animal, but especially dogs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So is the book more of a like manual to help somebody walk through the steps or is it stories and 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 insight that you can provide how does it read? all of that yeah
1: it it gives a definition of exposure therapy. it talks about how xenophobia develops. I have a bunch of anecdotes I have some pictures and then the the, the protocol that I developed is outlined. There are also two chapters on learning, on being safe with dogs, Mm -hmm. learning to read dog body language. There are also, there are many resources out available for that as well. And then the last chapter is the human-animal bond. So I tried to get it all in there.
0: Love it. Love to hear that. Yeah. One of life's mysteries is that birthdays always find me unprepared, catch me unprepared. I don't go on Facebook as much, so I, I don't notice them as much. But I want I want to express my love and, a, and appreciation for friends and family. That wasn't part of the copy. I'm just saying it. <laughs> year after year. Month after month. Even when I see it coming, I'm not ready. Am I a jerk? Yes and no. <laughs> Why do things have to be so black and white for you? But I've got great news, friends introducing monthly card subscriptions from the cardist studio join the service that delivers the card and the stamp that you'll need to your door no more errands Uh, who wants more errands i don't know why but i'm starting to think of errands as a kid's name errands go back to bed (laughs) okay but here's how it works you choose your categories From birthdays and celebrations to love and encouragement. Or select their full collections and have those thank you notes and just because cards at the ready. Those ones are always so nice. Like When you get a card for doing something and it's just like a small little heads up or or token of appreciation, it, it genuinely makes you feel really good. And best of all, you would never get caught cardless again. Let me repeat, you'll never get caught cardless again. Try to say that a bunch of times in a row. You'll never get caught cardless again. Monthly card subscriptions from as little as $8 per month for the card and the stamp. Delivered to you. Thecardistudio.com shop subscriptions. And you can use the promo code ANXIETYPOD for 15% off your originating order. You kind of alluded to it, but I'm curious how often is 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 therapy or intervention in this kind of anxiety successful? And we'll define successful as you know, people aren't afraid to leave their house, right? I, I mean I'm laughing right. just because of how daunting that right yeah. that is.
1: So my definition of successful is being able to live your life without being petrified all the time. I would love for you to love dogs. I just want you to be able to coexist and go somewhere where your se- first thought isn't going to be, is there a dog?
0: Could there, there be a dog? Yeah, Could there, then be you're, a dog there. you're anxious thinking about, all right, there might be a dog at this store or, or I may see one at the farmer's market, right? It's just, you right, invent it. Right.
1: And actually something that we didn't talk about was sometimes there's actually a level of shame some mm. of these kids are embarrassed and ashamed that they have this fear. So that's when it's really important to address.
0: Oh, yeah. I would imagine, you know, the, the peers like, what's wrong? Why don't you like dog-? Right? We have this like bullying mentality. That's right. Towards people who aren't dog people. Right. You know.
1: And the older the child is, the harder it is. Yeah. The best age in my experience is some, somewhere around eight or nine because mm. they're motivated. And they're not snarky teenagers yet, <laughs> but I work with teens too.
0: Right, of course. Well, yeah, this has been a, a wonderful conversation. I'm um, before we head towards the end here, I'm curious if, if there's anything you think I'm, I'm missing or anything else you'd like to touch on.
1: No, I think we covered a lot of it. I think you have some, some great questions. Yeah. Now I'd like to know how to put my dog quiet, but other than
0: that. <laughs> Well, there's a lot going on. You got a fridge being delivered. As there new people is. I in the apologize.
1: You know, no, that's Murphy's no Law. Right?
0: So I, I don't think we've mentioned the name of the book and where people can get it. And also, I'd love for any social media that you are are active on that you'd like to mention as well.
1: That would be great. So, the name of my book, I know there probably won't be pictures, but here it is Overcoming Your Child's of Dogs.
0: Oh, look at that cover. <laughs>
1: This is a stock photo, by the way. Yeah, it's um,
0: cute. It's cute.
1: Uh, it's a step-by-step guide for parents. On Facebook, it's Overcome Fear of Dogs. My website is OvercomeFearofDogs.com. And Instagram is Overcome Fear of Dogs also. Pretty standard. Nice. uh standard. Great
0: consistency. I like to see that. Yeah, that's brand right. building right there.
1: That's <laughs> the only way I can remember it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. I've really enjoyed this conversation and and we'll be in touch soon.
1: Thank you so much, Patrick.
0: Bye-bye. Enjoy the new fridge. I just want to reiterate the the nervousness when I was reaching out to people to react to the expert clips, right? One of the formats of the show. And just how nervous people were about doing that. Because there's definitely like a, a stigma associated with being afraid of dogs. I mean just think about your own reaction, right? If you're if you're not afraid of dogs and you found out that someone's afraid of dogs. What? How could you? It's a similar reaction that you know when people say that they don't drink. It's like, just let them not drink. Why why are you? You don't they don't have to drink because you want to drink. That's do whatever you want. Let them do whatever, whatever they want. Mini rant there. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Stephanie for Helping people and kids overcome that fear because dogs are so wonderful and, you know, for the most part, you don't have to, I mean, you need to know certain rules of the road kind of thing, but you don't have to be afraid of most dogs. So yeah, that's a a great way to, to help people have some fun with those pups. All right, before I get to the weird thing causing me anxiety this week, just want to remind you of the buy me a coffee link, it's just a way to make a donation or a tip to the show link is in the in the description description is a word that i struggle with almost weekly we all have our mountains to climb right <laughs> <laughs> then there's the pure spectrum cbd company with the promo code anxiety pod gets you 15 percent off then if you want to sign up for home delivery for groceries you can do that through instacart which is also in the link in the description in the link in the description speaking man you know it's not for everybody but you should be able to do it if you have a podcast <laughs> so yeah you can sign up for a home delivery for groceries through instacart which i've put the link to do that in the description look at me then there's the carter studio who also offer the promo code anxiety pod for 15 percent off your initial order so, yeah, supporting them helps support me and helps me keep making these shows. Okay, weird thing caused me anxiety this week. So there's a big event every year in Charleston. There's a, called the Bridge Run. Uh, and it is exactly what it sounds like. And on top of just it's a it's a 10K, so that's six miles. Gonna walk it. Jamie and I are gonna walk it pretty much, right? We're just we kinda just wanna be there for the event, right? There's bands playing. City comes out, it's usually beautiful weather this time of year, so there's just a lot. to You just want to be a part of it all, you know? But what's causing me anxiety is um, it's in this, the starting point is a little bit tricky to get to, because you want to park your car on the Charleston Peninsula, but then you have to get to the other side of the bridge. And so there's ferries and buses, but it's like, I, I'm anxious about whether or not it's going to be tricky to, to find them uh if we're you know we got to get up at like 4:30 to get down there and and then try to find this ferry and so it's just gonna be a wild morning but should be should be fun at the you know once we get on the the ferry and we get over there because it stops like it's not like yeah there's a chance that you can miss the whole race but i guess then we'll just have a nice breakfast <laughs> go the other way from athletic uh endeavors endeavors Well, as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you on Thursday.